I'm excited about living for God. How many believe that God will bless you if you honor him and you serve him? Got to have that fundamental belief. And if you do not serve God, God wants you to know the difference. And, 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 and you'll, if you live for God for any uh, length of time, you'll know that, that God is a God, in my opinion, that wants to bless his people. I mean, parents love your children. Do you want to you wanna bless your children? Who told you to love your children? That comes from God. So I want to talk to you this morning a little bit about where uh, we get some things. It doesn't come out of the ether. Well, in a sense it did, but it's not a non-personal entity out there. We believe in a living God, the creator of heaven. In the beginning, God. Everybody say that. In the beginning, God. Everybody say that. In the beginning, God. Everything starts with God. Okay? When you're talking, even when you may not be talking about God, but remember, whatever you say, it better line up with God's word and, 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 and our belief system. People become very humanistic. But in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. How many have ever heard of the um, story of the man that is trying to prove to people that do not believe in God? And, you know, people try to use different ways to get people to picture there is a God. It's hard to convince some people that there is a God. But I'm going to make, make a little effort here to try to not prove you. Because if you notice, God is not nervous. You, when you read the Bible, God's not nervous. Boy, I hope you, I'm going to write this book and I hope you believe it. And boy, I'm, no, you either believe it or you don't, but I choose to believe it. I choose to believe it. He, 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 he doesn't take an approach. Now, now I, 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 you know, I'm, I know these scientists can counter uh, all these arguments. It's just declarative. It's declarative. It's, <laughs> He said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and he said, let there be light. It's just declarative. And this is the way we need to be as Christians. We're declaring the truth to you. Now, you choose to cover your eyes. You choose to close your heart to it. It's a free country. But you're in the church here today, and I'm going to try my best to let you know you didn't get any goodness without God. So, uh, as apostolics, I've, uh, I've had a concern that over the years, and, and it's, we're monotheistic Christians, truly monotheistic. Trinitarians say they're monotheistic, but they believe in two other persons of the Godhead. We only believe there's one God, and that God, Jesus Christ is God manifest in the flesh, not the eternal Son of God manifest in the flesh. God manifest in the flesh. Not God Jr. manifest in the flesh. Well, God sent his son. Well, God sent John the Baptist, but that's not the fourth person of the Godhead. God sends preachers. And that's why some preachers don't work out, because God didn't send them. And so uh, many of us, we and, and rightly so, because we live predominantly 
in a Christian world that is uh, somewhat pagan and somewhat Christian. And those people influence us because in the back of our minds, a lot of carnal people say, well, if they can live like that, I can live like that. The problem is they're not saved. You cannot be saved being a pagan. The Bible said, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. <laughs> Believing in the Trinity is pagan. It's mythical. It's not biblical. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. It's one Lord. Are you one God? Are you one God? So many times we, we champion and, and we are known as champions of the one dog one God doctrine, and we, we go immediately into monotheistic arguments or presentations. I'm here to promote theism. Yeah, and some people could say, and I agree, that theism is monotheism. I understand that. But the focus is theism, that there's a God, and it's, he's not some God you can't know, but he's a personal God. We came to feel after God. Some people believe that you can't touch God. There's a God, but you can't touch him. I'm here today to tell you, you can touch God. You can, your children can touch God. Now, I don't want to get sidetracked. I can look at some of you and I get sidetracked very easily. I, I should wear blinders up here. But I'm going to tell you, there's a world out there, and I, I'm not prophesying, but even a sinner can tell you that Hollywood, and especially Hollywood, I'll leave it right there, they're not hiding the fact that they're on the side of the devil. Even people that are not even strong Christians are saying, hey, some of these singers, they start off in churches. Some of these singers, they start off Semi, you know, if it's a young lady, sweet as far as, I mean, they're not innocent, but, you know, as, as, that's a relative term when you talk about sinners. They start off maybe very traditional, very traditional. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have to do the research, but just trust me. There's many of these singers years later. They're using satanic symbols. They say, well, that's just marketing. I'm a preacher. It's not just marketing. They are pushing Satan. They are pushing the devil. Everybody said, praise the Lord. And, and uh, some of them are wearing... Now, if you're a singer and say, well, I'm just a singer and, and I want to attract more people to follow me, so I'm going to wear this devil mask. I'm going to just tell you, you don't sell your soul for anything. Oh, I want to make millions of dollars. No, you don't sell your soul for anything. So I'm not even going to mention the singers that I was uh, that this article was referring to, but it's one of, one of the most popular female, I'll just say this, most popular female singer out there right now. And... Uh, into witchcraft, big time. And, and I'm going to tell you parents, because you need to keep an eye on your girls, you better make sure their heroes are in the church. Yes. 
because if you're not careful, you're not careful. Well, she she sings. I I don't know. I have no idea if, if someone were to play a song from this most popular singer, I wouldn't know who it is. I don't. I I I'm, it's not my cup of tea. I don't want a devil worshiper singing to me. But if that is your hero, you will begin to act like them and dress like them. And, and it's very important that our heroes are founded in the Bible. I want God to be our hero. I want our children to believe that God is our hero. But for some people, God means many things. But I'm here to tell you, I'm promoting the God of the Bible. Not, not any what is considered another sacred book. I, I do not. I do not honor that. I do not respect it. I respect the only God that there is. Not an imagined God, but God. And, and in the beginning, God, or Elohim in the Hebrew, created the heaven and the earth. So we're talking about theism here. I mean, you've ever heard of the watchmaker analogy. Back in the day, people were trying to prove to some that there's a God, and there's just how do you how do you uh, describe the color purple to a blind person? You ever tried to do that? Someone's blind, and they ask, you tell them, you know, there's a color purple. Well, describe it. How? If you lost your sense of being able to see there's a God or the possibility there's a God, I'm going to tell you this. You're in a bad place spiritually. You better start praying, God, I want to know. I want to know you. God, I want to feel you. Help me to touch you. And one of the things is, uh, example, the watchmaker theory or, or explanation that brings some people to the understanding that there is a God is that uh, there's two men walking and they find a watch out somewhere and uh, someone says look at that here's a watch and and he says man I wonder who made this and the other guy says nobody made it and the guy says well that's ridiculous somebody had to make this watch so I mean if it, Watches can be very intricate. Now, I'm not talking about your little Mickey Mouse watch, a little digital watch, but if some of these, what they call pieces of watch, watches back from Europe, back in the 1800s, 1900s, they were amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, the reason they're amazing is it took a designer to make it. If you ever looked at the back of a watch, open the back cover of the watch, and you see all these intricate pieces. I guarantee you it's not somebody listening to devil music that's going to come up with that. Because they're influenced to hate. They're influenced to be ugly. These people don't know how to create. All they know how to do is destroy and burn buildings down. But I tell you, you get into the Bible, and God's going to make a designer. He'll give you ideas. A lot, of, a lot of people back, back in the 1800s, for example, that were theists. They, they believed. They may have not been monotheists. Uh, they thought they were, but they were theists. They read the Bible. 
They prayed. They went to church regularly. Have you seen some of the buildings they, they built? This is beautiful. They still stand today. You know why? Because they were in contact with the designer. So to, well, I want your kids, look, we're not going to worship the sun and the stars and the moon, but we're going to appreciate the designer. The apostolics, they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, we don't want to be star worshipers. We don't want to, our kids know, but there's nothing wrong with saying that's beautiful. So you look out there and say, who, who made this? Oh, nobody. It just happened. There was a big explosion one day, and it's just here, and, and we're here, and there's animal life, and there's all of this, and it just happened. I'm here to tell you that's like finding a watch out in the forest and claiming that nobody made it. Nobody designed it. I'm here to tell you we have a great designer. He's wonderful. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. And this is beautiful that you, you see, the reason I'm going down this road is a lot of people have a superficial knowledge of God. But the more that you study about God and who he is, his attributes, the more faith that you can have in everything about God. I'm just going to touch on one more thing because we have a, good preacher today that's going to preach to you. I'm just teaching here this morning. We're going to be theists. We're going to be monotheists. We're going to champion the message. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. We're going to champion the message. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Say, well, you don't know for certain. You're, I'm sorry, but we know for certain. We're not here by chance, by accident. You can't take a can of paint and make a beautiful picture just by simply splashing it against a wall. There's an artist. There's a designer. There's somebody. It's precise, folks. It's precise. And and uh, I'll leave this and I'll move on. Uh, they, one man that uh, writes about this said, if you'll simply study the complexity of the human eye, that there's no way, there's not enough time they could say, well, we've been here for billions and billions. There's not enough time just to believe that somehow the human eye just happened to evolve over time. There's no way. Uh, the human eye, just the human eye is so complex. But I promise you it's not complex to God. It's not complex to God. It's complex to us. But it's not complex to God. Now, one thing that atheists or agnostics cannot explain, and they can counter all sorts of, they can counter this watchmaker argument. They counter, listen, devils can counter anything or deny anything. What I mean by counter, I'm not saying refute. I'm not saying that they have an argument that will destroy it. I'm just saying they have a tendency to not believe anything. But I'm going to just tell you, if there's anything good about you, it came from God. One of the th reasons that people are suffering in this world and all they can do, there are movements out there right now that are destroying this 
I mean, I've been watching the trends out there. Europe is on fire. France will never be the same. We've lost Great Britain and many parts of Great Britain. You know why? Kids running around have been told there is no God, that there are no absolutes, that there's no morality, no right or wrong. I'm here to tell you all of that is a message that will destroy you. The Bible said evil communications corrupt good manners. We want our, our children to know not only is there a God, he's a good God. It's not an abstract God. He's a good God. And these, some of the attributes of God are communicable. Some are not. Uh, for example, God can be anywhere at the same time. That means he's omnipresent. I know some of you think your mother-in-law is omnipresent, but that that's, a, okay, I lost a bunch of you here, but that, we'll talk about feminism some other time. But evil communications corrupt good manners. This is the thing. God is good. Okay, can I talk to you here for just a few more minutes? You do not love your children more than God does. You don't love anybody. You said, well, I love my daughter so much. You don't love her more than God does. And you have, and this is, this is where we not just have faith in God. He just doesn't want us to have faith. He wants us to trust him. That means he's going to allow our children to go through things where we're going, oh, no. Oh, no, and this we're going to say, God, they're in your hands. We've taught them. We've told them. We taught them. We told them. We, we showed them right from wrong. God loves our children more than we do. And I'm here to tell you, if you're ever going to do anything from God, you're going to have to get close to him and say, God, I want some of that goodness you have. Amen. These singers are real popular. You can, listen, you can dismiss everything I say, but you heard the truth today. How many believe that singers that sing for God can be anointed under the Spirit of God? Not like a preacher's anointed. I'm not saying they're called, but God blesses humble, obedient servants. We're watching a world out there on fire, an ugly, unforgiving world. And I hate to use this word, but I'm going to use this word, and it's not the right word. But they also have an anointing, and that is from the devil himself. I want this church to be anointed by goodness. Goodness. So that's one thing that the agnostic, and the atheists cannot explain. Oh, they can try to explain how we evolve, but they cannot explain why some people would be ethical. I need to talk to some of you that have businesses. You should want to be ethical because God wants you to be ethical. You should want to be good because God is good. 
We don't want to be a mixture of Satan on Monday and then uh, we come back on Sunday when now we're good. No, we need to be good on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That means that we are walking with God and we are honoring that aspect of God that we are highlighting today, his goodness. Let's worship the Lord here right now. So are you saying good things? Probably not. If you're... If your influence is coming from the devil, you will have hateful things to say. Hateful things to say about the church, about God, about the ministry. You know why? Because your source is evil. But when you get a hold of God, you're going to want to pray. You're going to want to help people. You're going to want to bless people. You're going to want to come to the altar and pray for somebody. Because God, that's a communicable aspect or attribute of God that he can give us today. I can be good if I choose to be good. I can be like my heavenly father. I can be good. I can be strong. I can be something powerful in God. Let's worship the Lord here. I want you to stand with me. Brother Hanson's going to come in just a little bit. And I want you to really think about this. It's not a God we cannot know. But it's a God that we can know. It's a God that we can be. You know, we sing this song to be like Jesus. How are we going to be like Jesus? We're going to have to love what he loves. And hate what he hates. Now remember, and, and this I know can be offensive to many. I try not to offend, believe it or not. But we live in a city that's predominantly Catholic. And you know what their, their overall, uh, well, I'll just say it, say it this way. The way they understand Christian life is they'll just live as a pagan and a Christian. It's a mixture. In this church, let's get rid of every pagan idea. So, so if you're comparing yourself with your neighbor and say, well, at least I'm not like that. No, you need to compare yourself with the people that were totally sold out to God. Well, at least I'm not as pagan as they are. No, we, want, we don't want to be Corinthian and we don't want to be Catholic. We need to be one God apostolic tongue talkers that love God. So I want you to lift up your hand and say, God, I want to know more about your goodness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. How, how could he do that? Because of his goodness. How, why would he create humanity? Because of his goodness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want to know you better still, God. I want to honor you today, God. You're a good God. There are many that deny your existence, many that do not honor you by the way they live and the way they speak and the way that they uh, just carry on. But I want to honor you. I want to honor you. I want to honor you. I want to say this. Me and my wife just went to a memorial service. Sister Runner, as you know, she's a pastor's wife in Visalia. I'll tell you, it touched all of us. Now, it was very different. They had the graveside service first, and then they had a celebration service, and we had church. I'm going to just tell you, as a pastor, live for God so we could have a celebration service. 
That was some of you. There's too many pagans here right now. There's too many pagans. You like your devil stuff. And in this community, there are people that go to church and they do witchcraft. They see no contradiction. Get rid of the witchcraft. Burn it. Get rid of that. Get rid of the occult books. Get rid of the pornography books. Get rid of all of that. God wants you to be good. Good. But I tell you, and I, I wanted my wife to testify, but she's holding her grandson, and I'll give her a pass today. It is a beautiful memorial service. There's a lot of preachers there, a lot of people, and, and testimonies, even not just at the church house, but afterwards when we had got together for a dinner, everybody's invited to, to the dinner. So we had a graveside celebration service, then a dinner can't tell you the number of people that walked up and said, I got into this church and brother and sister runner took us in and they showed us the way. And they were so caring and so loving. So I'm going to tell you, atheist, why would a person give their life to something that does not exist? But yet, and not just that, I couldn't be good if I tried. But if you get a hold of God, a good God at the altar, you have a big chance of being nice, of being good, of being friendly, of being loving, of reaching out to people, caring for souls. Why would anybody care for souls? You get a, you get a hold of the God of the Bible and you're going to care for souls. You're going to care for the lost. You're going to care for the hungry. Let's reach out to God. And I want just a simple prayer. God, I want to know you better. I want to be good. I want to be good. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good. That's how he showed everybody, amen, that he was God manifest in the flesh. He went about doing good. Are you going about uh, uh, doing bad? Are you doing about complaining? Are you going about talking about the church, the ministry? That's not God. That's the other God, little g. That's Satan. But when you get a hold of God, you're going to want to be good. I'm going to lift up your hands right now and say, God, I appreciate your goodness. It's from your goodness that everything else comes. From goodness comes grace. From goodness comes mercy. You are essentially good.